Create an Unstoppable Life, Episode 176. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Hello, welcome back. There will be less kicking and screaming today. (laughs) Growth sucks until it doesn't. Man, I heard retired Army Colonel Trent say that so many times. It is until it isn't. And I was feisty back in residency. You may find that hard to believe, but I was. I flared a lot of attitude. (laughs) I knew everything and I was out to prove it. At some point, many years later probably, I realized the truth of it. Things change, people change, perspective changes. Imagine that, perspective changes. And it is until it isn't. It works until it doesn't. And I can see, I could see back then, that framing things that way, it allows for growth and change. And accepting, acknowledging how things are now and not being so attached to it that it has to be or it will always be this way. Imagine that, wisdom. (laughs) I use it a lot now as a physician. It is until it isn't. It's working until it doesn't. To try and help explain to family members, mostly, sometimes patients, that things change. So a family member will ask, things are going well, how do we keep it this way? And I say, things go well until they don't. And when they don't, when they're no longer working, we have to figure out why and see if it's something that we can restore, improve. Is it something that we just have to accept? It's tough. It's the challenge of chronic disease and older age. Things change. Things work until they don't. A great day will happen and we'll want to know what what made it great so we can do that again and again and again. Sometimes we don't know. And then the next day, after a great day, might be they don't wake up. Or they only wake up briefly. What happened? We don't want to do that again. I don't know. It's tough. I've prided myself for decades on being smart and being right. And all I can do now is smile. There's so much I didn't know. There's so much certainty I wanted to have and share it with others. That way worked until it didn't. (laughs) You know, life is rarely right, wrong, or all nothing. There's rarely one answer or one path. The exception is if you're driving in Maine and you're going to the Midcoast area, then really there may only be one road or one way that gets you to your destination. So ask the locals before you start, ask them, how do I get there? (laughs) So it will help you avoid hearing, you can't get there from here. (laughs) We heard that a few times in Maine. Oh, and enjoy the lobster rolls along the way. So here we are. It's the end of February the beginning of Lent, in keeping with the be still and be present directive, I'll be off of social media for Lent. So if it's important to reach me, go back to the old-fashioned ways or contact Craig. Today's episode is about recovering better. Plain and simple, it's about taking care of ourselves from the point of going down through getting back up because we suck at this. And we, that means high achievers, It's people who believe, like we believe we can push through anything and we can keep going and we can go faster. We don't believe that we will fall or can fall because we're steady, we're moving, we're working hard, we're making things happen. But yet, in the blink of an eye, anything can change. 
We do not escape being human. Anything can change with our income, our health, our family members, our friends, their health. Anything can change with our dreams. Man, we can trip and break our arm (laughs) in the blink of an eye. So we're just going to say change occurs, whatever that change is. And that change leads to our mind spinning around. It's every mind that spins around, even a trained mind. And what happens is we default to, I should never have. I should have. Why did this happen? Why didn't I listen? Why did I do this? How am I ever going to? And then all the what ifs, every negative thing that could possibly happen. What if that happens? What if that happens? And here's another thing that comes up. The I'll never, I'll never again, I'll never be able to. Oh, we're just going to call that normal human catastrophic thinking. Our minds do it quickly and easily. Again, we don't escape being human. We also have a mind that becomes overwhelmed by fear and uncertainty. And what's normal is we try to deny it. We deny anything is happening. We force ourselves to get back up, put a splint on it, throw some dust on it. Come on, get back to work. So we deny the significance of a change. We deny we're spinning around. We deny that there's a loss. We tell ourselves it's not a big deal. Get up, get going. And here's another thing we do. We tell ourselves that all the work we've put into getting here, it's gone. It's lost. It's over. And sometimes we even tell ourselves that we wasted time or money. We talk about just beating ourselves up. Not only are we down, but we are beating ourselves up to make sure we stay down. But perhaps there's another way, even a better way. And that's what we're talking about today. We're even going to take it one step further. We're not just going to talk about it. We're going to create a process that we acknowledge what is happening. And we even honor ourselves through whatever change has occurred. We're going to add in kindness and gentleness and create some ease. It is totally possible. So stay with me. Because chances are you experience this too. So you notice when you get in your car, you turn it on. I don't know if this applies to electric cars, but certainly it does to gas cars. You start in park and you're still. And to get out of park, the first gear is reverse. So we're going to call going into reverse. That's the change. That's the event, whatever happened that caused us to fall down. And it's exactly the opposite of what we want. So we're going in the opposite direction. We're going in reverse. And sometimes when we go in reverse, like you imagine when you're driving, your foot's on the brake so you can adjust it and go slowly through reverse. Or if you want to go fast, backwards, you just put your foot on the gas. What we do as high achievers, when something happens, we go fast. So we're in reverse going backwards. We're going fast our head's spinning around, we don't know what's happening, all this stuff is happening in our mind, all the unwanted emotion. It's normal. Deep breath. (laughs) The good news is that what we're covering, it's not rocket science. It's just going to be a methodical process to acknowledge when we fall, we will fall. When something changes, because it will change, remember it works until it doesn't, (laughs) that we actually have something to hold on to, to walk us through the process of recovering better. So step one, acknowledge what's happening. I'm going backwards fast so that then you can acknowledge your foot is on the accelerator and you can start to release that. 
and then start to move it over to the break because the sky isn't falling. No matter how severe or how significant whatever has changed is, there's still going to be life going on all around you. This is the opportunity to take your foot off the gas. Acknowledge this is my mind in a catastrophic overwhelm. It's okay. I don't have the answers. I don't know how bad it is. I may not even know what's going on. I just know something changed. That's taking your foot off the gas. And then saying how you feel. You can use as many words as it takes. You are not limited. I feel bad. I feel horrified. I feel ashamed. I'm embarrassed. I am hurt. I feel guilty. That's putting your foot on the brake. Saying how you feel. Slowing down. It's okay. In this moment, I'm okay. And it's thinking about what is it I can control? Sometimes it's as basic as breathing and slowing breathing down. That helps to slow the heart down, slow the thoughts down, focus on the breathing, just on allowing yourself to be here in this moment and not buy into every thought that's coming up that's trying to scare the crap out of you. What can I control in this moment? Focus on the breath. Focus on where your body is. Recognizing, again, that you are in reverse. Take your foot off the gas. Put it on the brake. Slow it all down. Because that's what offers you the opportunity to step back into your power. To become clearer. To step away from the overwhelm and the chaos. So recognize there is a change. I have fallen. Something has happened. That's the first part of recovering better. See that the mind is out of control and you get to treat it. You get to treat yourself like you would a scared dog. It's okay. I'm here. I'm with you. I've got you. We're okay. As you just pet the dog, right? To comfort that. It's okay. So going back to our car, because we have not only recognized that we're in reverse, we've taken our foot off the accelerator. We've put it on the brake. We're now still. So the next gear is neutral. And that's also the next step of recovering better. Simply going to a neutral place. Not to the past, not projecting fear into the future, but he being here in this moment. So we know change has happened. Something I don't want to happen it did, or it's happening right now. We're just going to be here and we're going to continue to slow things down, slow our breathing, slow our pulse, slow our thoughts, slow it all down. Being a neutral is the opportunity to just gather the facts, not the catastrophes, but the facts. What is the damage? What is the change? What do we know? You know, I I get to hear a lot about medical problems when I'm not at work. So family members, friends, people on the sidewalk, (laughs) strangers sometimes will tell me about something that's happened. My family member had a heart attack and they can die. That's what they'll say, which is so scary, right? That their mind is racing and it's projecting this tragic future. And it's probably coming up with all the regret and all the things that they wish they would have done with this family member. So lots happening. They're in reverse. It's okay. And so I, what I work to do is just simply to slow down the conversation. Okay. Are they alive right now? Has the heart doctor seen them? Has anything happened to really check out their heart? Did they have an ultrasound of their heart? 
Did they get blood work? Did they have an x-ray? And how's their body doing? At least what you know, like what's their blood pressure like? What's their heart rate like? And what have they been told that the next steps are? What's going to happen? Who are they going to see? So you'll notice we're just slowing down, gathering facts, staying in the present, and focusing on what we do know. The mind so easily races into that devastating future. I heard Byron Katie say, fast forward to a tragic ending. So our mind so easily does that. It fast forwards to a tragic ending. None of us like it. But here's the good news. That is an unnecessary destination. We're just going to be a neutral. That's all we're trying to do in this moment. We're not solving anything. We're slowing down, gathering facts, reassuring ourselves, taking one simple step at a time, seeking to understand what is happening, who's helping or who can help, and what's the extent of the damage or the change. This all matters so much, my friends, the slowing down, the coming back into our own pattern, bringing online all of that higher level functioning thinking that we can do. One of the things I'm told that differentiates me from other physicians, and this is from others, is that I share with patients and family members the questions that are not relevant right now. And I paint the picture of where we're at, the questions we are trying to answer, and the next decision point. Like if we know it, we're going to talk about it. So here's an example. Patient is admitted to the hospital because they passed out. And one of the things we generally do is we look at the blood flow up to the brain with an ultrasound in the neck, like specifically the carotid arteries. So this patient had an ultrasound that showed on one side good flow. On the other side, did not show it. They couldn't see the carotid artery at all. And again, this is that large artery that supplies blood up to the front of the brain. So immediately there's fear, there's worry, and they ask because they're worried. What if it's blocked? Are they, do they need surgery? Is that going to happen while they're here? Is it going to happen today? And here's my response. I'm not sure it's blocked or even that we need to go down that path. I love ultrasound. It's a great study when it works because it's, there's no radiation. There's no contrast. There's no pain, but it's not a hundred percent. We don't get every answer we want. And because we don't have an answer that we want and need, we're going to get a CT scan. We'll get it today. It's a better study, but it also comes with more risk. There's the risk of radiation. There's the risk of contrast, but we're going to be able to see pretty clearly the arteries and if there's blockage. So that's it. That's our first step. We don't need to take any more steps. We don't need 10 plans and 10 decisions. We're just going to be taking this one. So stay with me. The answer to all the what ifs are we don't know yet. And we don't even know if those are questions we need to answer. And then I generally summarize what we do know and what's happening in this moment and then share, this is not an emergency. That's the great news. And this is the majority of the patients I work with. There is not an emergency in this moment. So we can slow down, create understanding, discuss what we do know, and then cover what we don't know and what's the next step to figuring it out. Not all the steps, just the next one. And what I think happens for all of us, 
the mind shows us everything we don't know and scares us about everything we don't know. And so we believe that there's a hundred percent likelihood that bad things are going to happen and probably happen soon. But life isn't like that. So going back to emergencies, like how often in your life do you encounter a true emergency? Not my mind is really worked up, it's overwhelmed, and there's a lot of chaos, but a true, true emergency. Even for emergency room doctors, it's a low percentage of the time. They serve many patients who are sick, but not, thankfully, having a true emergency. And then they serve a handful of patients that in the moment are having a true emergency. So that's why we have time to slow down our mind. Again, we're talking about the things that our mind is really active about. Most likely, not always, but most likely not a true emergency. So we have time and we have a process, that's what we're working on, to slow things down. So using our car analogy, here's what we've covered. Recognize something's changed. You're in reverse. Your foot is on the gas. You're going fast. And then take your foot off the gas. Place your foot on the brake. Shift into neutral and start gathering facts and be present. The foundation for a better recovery includes that, what I just talked about. And here's what else it includes. Kindness. You're still you no matter what's changed. You're still loved. You're still a whole person, even if your body is different. It also includes compassion. This is hard. Whatever changed, it's hard. It's unexpected. It's probably unwanted and it's disruptive. Having compassion for yourself for all of those reasons. Better recovery includes grace and hope. Just reminding yourself, I'll figure it out. I'm not alone. There are people who can help me. This isn't forever. This is not as good as it gets. And then love. Love for yourself. Love for others. Maybe even love for this challenge. If you listened to the last episode, you heard the disruption is the way. Whatever disruption is here, this is the way ahead. And finally, that foundation for moving forward, prayer or communication with your higher power. So neutral is the place to be present. It is also the place to be generous with your thoughts. Even if, and you can list any even if here, even if you think it was your fault, even if it should not have happened, even if you believe that it was absolutely unfair, still be generous with your thoughts. This is all essential for a better recovery. Kindness, compassion, grace, hope, love, connection to your God or your higher power, and generosity with your thoughts. This is like the nutrients in the soil for a plant to grow. It all matters. We want to have the best soil, the best water to nurture that plant along. Going back to our car and shifting gears from neutral, that is the place you can go into drive. (laughs) and start moving forward. Again, high achievers, we want to pretend it's no big deal, race through reverse, go through neutral, like not even acknowledge it, get to drive, put our foot on the gas and go fast. It might work. It probably has worked for you. It's worked for me. It didn't work for long. There was the next disruption, the next crisis, the next fall. (laughs) Because we take all that emotion, all that unprocessed emotion, like fear, doubt, 
chaos in our brain, regret, shame, we take it with us. <sighs> so don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't work. I've tried it. I've tried it so many times. It's crazy. It's not sustainable. And it creates a lot of chaos for people who care. <laughs> All right. A better recovery. That means a trajectory for getting stronger and getting back to what's important to you. So we've talked about what it requires. Recognition that there was a change. Realizing when your brain is full speed in reverse. Taking your foot off the gas. Placing your foot on the brake. Shifting into neutral. Summoning grace, hope, compassion, kindness, generosity, and the connection to your God or your higher power so that you can slowly shift into drive while you're paying attention to what's happening within you and around you. Slowly adjust the speed. Recovering better, friends, it really means to stay present, stay kind, stay loving, stay generous, especially to yourself, stay connected internally to yourself and your beliefs so that you can gather facts and only make decisions based on what is essential in this moment, what is in front of you in this moment. Do not buy into all the what ifs. Do not even start planning for all the what ifs. Stay here. Take one step at a time. Take one moment at a time because that is what is sustainable. That is what creates a stronger you. That is what maintains connection or even strengthens connection to the people you care about. That is what keeps you connected to your faith. So often people abandon their faith. They feel alone. They feel like it shouldn't have happened. And it's such a source of suffering. We all face disruptions. Those with faith, those without faith, we all face disruptions. We all face challenges. It is part of the human experience. Don't abandon your faith. Let it fuel you. Let it carry you. Let it help you stay connected. What differentiates a good life from an unstoppable life is the framework we practice over and over again to recover better so that we can continue with our life's calling. And there you have it. You never know what you're going to get with each episode. <laughs> so keep coming back. I am sending you big smiles, so much love, and I'll see you next time. Ciao.